0: You've got to be. A, I was thinking of you when I saw the result.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I was thinking of you when I saw the Spurs' oh, awesome result. man,
0: as well. we just, uh, I don't know what's going on with it. I, I think we're having the, the... It's almost like we have what I call the Conti effect or the Mourinho effect. It's like, I think we had this conversation before, didn't we? Conti works for a couple of years and then... Yeah. It's like he, he, as you said, he sort of drains the players, and they just can't go any further. And I think maybe I'm hoping I'm hoping you're wrong, but I think maybe you're right. So I don't know. It's uh, we're not yeah we're just not playing well. And to lose to the Arsenal the way we lost is yeah. just terrible. And to have a fan come on the pitch and want to kick the gotch the keeper is outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. Anyway, conversations for another time.
1: You know what, I'm feeling in a good mood today. I don't Uh, know why. I think yesterday, I woke up tired. I was meant to go to the gym, didn't go. Went into work, long day at work. Came back and so, so tired. And today, I was like, right, you know what? Same. I thought it would be the same as yesterday. Decided to do a bit of exercise in the morning. And honestly, I feel so much better. I always, I mean, Yeah. Makes you think about all oh, this year about benefits of exercise, etc., etc. Don't
0: yeah? Well, to be honest, I, I completely agree with you. To I don't. Uh, I've now got my gym more or less sorted out. Now I've got free weights in the gym, telly in, on the wall, Wi-Fi into the gym. So uh,
1: exactly how you it's
0: coming. To- I'm I'm about to buy some TRX, um, basically things. Because rather, because at my age, it's not so much about lifting free weights. I've got some free weights. It's more about stretching, and using bands. I'm prom- so I'm going to focus mm. more on bands. Plus, I put a a bike in there as well. Plus, we've got uh, a running machine, as you know, outside in the in the barn itself. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's it's uh, there is a need to keep fit because it just energizes you, absolutely energizes you. So yeah, yeah, so definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. Right. Okay. Let's kick off okay. then. Hello. Welcome back to the Alliances Head Podcast. If you didn't know that's what we're called, look at the name on your screen. Um, today we're here to talk about the NFL Awards. So usually award season comes, people vote and the night of the awards, they name all the different awards and they win it, the cat the what's it called, the candidates and the winner and all mm. that. And then they end with the MVP. But tonight, I don't know why, but I feel like I know who your MVP is. So I think we're going to start with MVP and work our way down from there. So lie to me now that your MVP is not Patrick Mahomes.
0: Uh, I ain't going to lie to you. It's Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. It's Patrick go. Mahomes.
1: But... It,
0: <laughs> And you know why? i going to go back to one of our earlier episodes when you were saying that he was going to yeah. miss Tyreek Hill. Has he missed him? Okay. Has he missed
1: it? You're going to keep dragging this one on. Until it's proven wrong, aren't you? <laughs>
0: Which may be a few years. That's, That's the, the plan. plan. Right? That's the plan. <laughs> I mean, as, as I said to you at the time, he, you know, he's what's got from 41 touchdowns this year. He is is he is the MVP. I mean, but yeah. it's quite interesting if you look at the the MVPs are always quarterbacks. You know, it's a bit of a shame if you look at the mm. preseason voting for it. It was it was like Josh Allen was number one, Mahomes two, and it was you know the usual names. But uh, but actually, Patrick Mahomes fully deserves it in my opinion. I mean, more importantly, who, who would be who yeah. would be number two? That, that it's so far clear.
1: Who would you have had as number two? I think I would have put in Jalen Hurts for the year he had. I know he ended it with those last two, three games injured. But until then, he was sparkling. He was in sparkling form all season. And the Eagles being number one seed in the East, sorry, in the NFC, absolutely crushed it. They looked like they could make it to the Super Bowl if they can get past 49ers. So yeah, I think he's done a he's had a really great mm. season. Um, he's shown a lot of growth. I think getting AJ Brown for him was the key because it opened up the field a lot more for his other receivers. It meant defenses couldn't just stack the box and prevent him from making all his yeah. runs. So I think, yeah, he deserves. He definitely finishes second in my yeah, I
0: Yeah, um, I think you're right. Just so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Justin Jefferson, I think he deserves a shout out because he was pretty amazing as well. I think he what was he? he was about two hundred yards. Eighteen
0: hundred yards. One fifty yeah, yards. Eighteen hundred and something. something. Yeah,
1: away from breaking yeah, away from breaking the all time yeah. record. So he would he's been fantastic since they drafted him. And I read reports earlier today that there's going to be contract negotiations with him and
0: Vikings ah, I think it needs to be. this off season. To, to me, I, th- I think to me, I agree with you because in one sense, I think I said to you beforehand, Minnesota to me were always fakes. Um, and I think yeah. he covered over a lot of cracks on their, on their offensive line. And I think, uh, which we'll come back and talk to when we get later on, but uh, he covered a lot of the cracks because of, They weren't as good as people thought they were. To me, they were fakes. And I think we discussed this before when I thought, I always said to you, I thought Giants Mm. would beat them. And in fact, they did. So I agree. Um, I think Jefferson definitely brought them up. And he he definitely deserves to be mentioned in in that name, in, in that category as a potential MVP. So, yeah, but Patrick wins it by, in my mind, a clear mile.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, I just want to give another shout out mm. because one of the things, you know, when I said I spoke about Akoni Ball and they were talking, I said some of my friends criticized it. The reason is because the first step, the basis of it, is solid uh, defense. And I feel like defensive players don't get enough love in the NFL. In this MVP conversation, he may not be top three, he may not be favorite, but I just feel like Nick Bosa deserves a shout out. Or he yeah did fully agree that 49ers defence. i agree
0: with you completely
1: um actually coming back from that injury last year he's grown leading the NFL in sacks I think there were only two or three games this year where he didn't yeah. get a sack and I think that's a brilliance that's he's a brilliant brilliant player and he definitely deserves a shout out for every because he puts so much pressure on opposing off, on offensive lines Pressure on quarterbacks, and it's not just rushing. He he plays to run it's really absolutely. well as well. He tackles for loss, loads of I mean, tackles. He's all rounded, amazing, amazing. Absolutely
0: agree. Absolutely yeah. agree. I think him and his brother Joey are, are two amazing players. Um, know yeah, I fully yeah. agree. They're like the Watt brothers to, to, in a similar way, really. To in the way that they've come on. I mean, TJ Watt is sadly because he had before he had his injury. Well, it was very, very early on in the season. He might have put some. He would have. He would have been up there as well. But uh, there's no doubt. I think Nick, Nick Bosa yeah. is deserves to be discussed in in that line. But unfortunately, as we always know, the MVP nearly is always a quarterback, and that's the way it goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the game has geared towards offense. Anyway, yeah. So, that's just unfortunately yeah. the crux of the matter. Now we're going to go on to the next. Set- on to the next one. Comeback Player of the Year. You got any who are your candidates? Well, for, for
0: me, I've got to say, I mean, because you know I'm a Giants fan, so Sequin Barkley is yeah. is going to be up there because he had those injuries before, and I think, I think Barkley, as he demonstrated last week, is and it's he is an amazing player. So I've got to tell you, I don't go I don't go past him, to be honest with you. In terms of, of what he's done, in terms, of, and it's the impact he's had—not just in the regular season, which of course is the, what the primary purpose of this discussion is—but as you can see in the in the big games, which is then when you get into the playoffs, he's delivered, and that to me is always a good sign. Hmm. Absolutely. So, who, who was yours?
1: Well, I think I'm looking at four names mm-hmm. here: Geno Smith, Christian McCaffrey. Saquon and Jared Goff. Now, McCaffrey had the same injury issues as yeah. Saquon, and he's, and of course, he was on that Panth, sorry ass Panthers team yeah. um, before he moved to the 49ers and has just exploded. Geno Smith, we can talk about him eight years ago. He was drafted highly, benched by the Jets. Since then, he's yeah. moved around as backup quarterback, third string quarterback for a lot of teams. This offseason, they traded. Russ Wilson yep. away, and they got back Drew Lock. And from my understanding, Drew Lock training camp and all that, he was primed to be yep. the number one. But Gino outperformed him out. in training him camp. Yeah, he beat him out. And so to do that, and then to have the Pro Bowl season he had, leading the NFL in completion percentage, three for for over three thousand or oh, sorry four thousand yards doing what he did, showing that kind of growth at 31, I think he deserves a huge shout out. And yeah. last but not least, sorry, Jared Goff. We we spoke about him under Sean McPhail yeah. for Rams and said he's not the kind of guy, he's not a starting quarterback. Hmm. I didn't say it, but it seems to me like Dan Campbell's got more out of him than the supposed offensive career in Sean McPay.
0: I, I think, I think you, you, you make a good point, but I think part of it is, if, if you use the Geno Smith example, I think Geno realizes started to realise his limitations. And therefore, he started to play not so much hero ball, which he did. And, it, and, and when, he was at the, when he was at the Jets, he had little option, really, because he was running around just trying to survive and having to throw ridiculous balls just to try and stay in the game. I think he's matured. He understands the game a lot more, and I think, realistically, you're right. I mean, he has, his maturity has meant that he's he's dropped. You know, he doesn't throw the long ball as much as he did before. Um, you know, and he, so he plays he plays a more conservative game, and that and because of that, he plays a richer game. So I, I yeah, yeah, I, I'm up there with you. I think the Christian McCaffrey one is an interesting one for me. Is it, is it really the comeback player of the year or the sheer fact he's chained to a better team? You know, and.
1: Uh, well, he was injured. He was
0: injured, don't get me wrong. He was injured. Okay. But a part of the comeback player of the year is to go back into your same situation and deliver in that situation. So I mean, it's like you're coming back. I think the, the difference what I have with Geno Smith and with uh, Christian McCaffrey is actually they've moved on, they're not coming back which is, as the title tends to suggest, but if they moved on to new environments, was so it given them better opportunities for them to do things? So I, I understand what you're saying, and I tend to, you know, and given the, what we're ta- the generalization of how the term comeback tends to be used nowadays in terms of it's like a player who's, you know, who's been around for a while and has had a good season, then that's fine. But I would say, that's one back to my bias, that one. If you can come back in your current team, you know, from injury and really start to deliver. And that's why, for me, Chathamon is my number one. That's my justification for it. I understand what you've said. And I think if we were to look on a wider scale, um, under, under the broader definition of that title, then I think you're dead right. I think Gino would, be, would probably win it. But, uh, but you, I've given you my reasons and my, ret- my rationale for it.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. I I think i will go with yeah. Gina, I
0: understand, but... and that's that's a good choice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next award, defensive playoff of ah, year. Ah man, Stanley okay Well, year? okay. Let's
0: let, let's put up some of the plays. I mean, cause I followed Dallas a little bit, and uh, I mean, Mika me Pearson could it. Has got a shout. I mean, he started off like a house on fire. I mean, we had this conversation before, didn't we? I think about him, but uh, uh, yeah. but,
1: and then he finished like fire brigade <laughs> came to that house, <laughs> and put it all out. Yeah, so, I don't. I'm not sure he's in this conversation.
0: But really. uh, no, okay. It's the bosa boy. It's bosa for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, yeah. There's really no other no other option I think, this one. offensive player of the year
0: well we, we, we've already Sorry. T- well, let's go what? back and talk a little bit more about defensive player of the year I was going to say that I mean, yeah. both are, I mean San Francisco have got the best of defensive line in, in the game right now and, uh, and part of that reason mm. as, as you've just said beforehand is not only, not only because his ability to come and basically get after the quarterback but he's solid against the run And therefore, that means it opens up double teams because people—you have to double team this guy, which therefore means it opens up the whole defensive line to do some of the damage that they've done. And so, for me, I yeah, there is no doubt that Nick is Nick is uh, is number one. I'd actually—the question I'd ask you is, what do you think about Joey Bosa in this kind of conversation?
1: I think he's injured a bit too much to get into this conversation, frankly. Um, I know he's out well, he was
0: playing hurt
1: in the last game against Jaguars, so that's my thing. He's injured a bit too often for me to have him in the cup. I mean, we just spoke about Michael Parsons and consistency. Well, you can't really have any consistency there you're constantly yeah. injured. I mean, I guess that's a kind of consistency, but it's not the kind we're of yep. looking for.
0: That's that's so a
1: fair point. I can't include him in this one.
0: That's a fair point. That's a fair point. So I take you on that. So yeah, offensive player of the year. Well, we've already discussed him, haven't we? That's, Justin it's
1: Jefferson? It's Justin
0: Jefferson. Yeah. It's Justin Jefferson. Yeah,
1: I feel like this is just a way for the league to try and give other positions a chance. Since quarterbacks take MVP. But yep. uh, I think this year, there's no doubt. No shadow of a doubt.
0: Yep, I, I think so. Uh, well, before you go, I mean, yep. you're a big fan. I mean, if you think that uh, Tyreek Hill Scott has got... How many... Is, was just short of uh, another one. It was like sixteen, seventeen hundred 1,700 yards this year. And you think that Tua... S-
1: 1,600, yeah. I think yeah. that
0: Tua was actually... You know, injured for that, for parts of those, and uh, you know, if if two hadn't been injured, you know, he could have he could have actually got up there. So I mean, Tyreek Hill could was in with a shout, really, in terms of being an offensive player. He,
1: yeah, he was until Tua went down. Because I think, yeah, he did a bit of work under Teddy Bridgewater and um, Skylar Thompson, mm. but it wasn't the same as when he was under he was under yeah. Tua. So, the offense slowed down pretty yeah. much once Tua got injured. So, I think he definitely would have been in if Tua was uh, was fit for the whole yeah. season, but unfortunately, it wasn't to be. So, and, he's out of yeah. this one.
0: I mean, I, I, I would say to you, I mean, it's interesting because though Justin Jefferson is probably going to be the offensive player of the year, in my opinion, he's still not the best wide receiver yeah. in in the NFL. I mean, he's in the top three, Devontae Adams. Devonte Adams. Adams. considering the team yeah. he played with, I've said this before. Devonte Adams is the, was remarkable with the Raiders, considering, you know, I mean, okay, Car, David Carr is a great player, was a good player, but really he missed some opportunities. And if he could, if he could have played anything like a, a decent season, Devonte Adams would have had over two thousand plus yards. But the man is astonishing. So I mean, I, I would say, yeah, you know, he's a, a bit similar to Ty- Tyreek Hill. It's the quarterback that let him down, yeah. From being a, the offensive player of the year, but even despite that, he still scored. He still got over thirteen hundred yards, you know, which is amazing, pretty amazing for a guy who basically didn't play with a decent corner, didn't play with a decent quarterback. Which probably would lead us to talk about. That's true. So yeah, so that's that's that's. that's so I, I, I've got a, like a silent shout-out to Devontae Adams. I've got to be honest with you. A silent shout-out to him. But, uh, yeah, because I think he's awesome. But another player, right, he doesn't get anything. like He gets a lot of um, su- support for what he is. But I'm surprised people don't rate him as highly as a, in terms of this conversation. It's, it's Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey mm. should be up there as part of this conversation. Because as a tight end, he's destructive. I mean, George Kettle, I, I really like as well it's uh, 49ers. But, I mean, but Travis Kelsey is out there on his own, in my opinion. He's a, just a little bit ahead of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So he, should...
1: Yeah, I think it's Travis Kelsey and everyone else at yeah, tight end.
0: I agree with that. So, I, I would have had him up there as part of the conversation mm. as well. But, uh, yeah, I can understand Justin Jefferson as... Basically to me it said it covers over a lot of cracks within what goes on at Minnesota in terms of his ability to to get yeah. the ball. So yeah.
1: Okay. I mean when you've got Yeah, that's true. Well, I we move on to rookies okay. now. So offensive rookie of the year. Well you got anyone in mind. I I've got to tell you, right?
0: I've got to say that it yeah. doesn't mean I say, you know, I'm a Giants fan, so therefore, for me to say something nice about the Jets has got to be something encouraging. But uh, Garrett Wilson, man, is, for me, is being quite astonishing. Considering how rubbish, their, <laughs> considering yeah. how rubbish their, their their quarterbacks are, this guy has been outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. So, for me, in terms of offensive rookie of the year, it's got to be Garrett Wilson, of of the Jets, you know, I, I don't even think it's even close. Interesting, I really don't think it's even close.
1: That's good, good shout. They will come at you on that though. Um, Chris Olave of the Saints, he had over a thousand receiving yards, <clears throat> and think of his quarterback that's situation. That's true.
0: That's true, but not as. That's true, but it's still not as destructive as what goes on at the Jets. I mean, Wilson... Zach Wilson has just been a nightmare. You know? Yeah. So, but
1: yeah, Yeah. shout out. But at the end of the day, neither of them... Sorry, neither of them is my offensive receiver. It's got to be Kenneth Walker for the Seahawks. The running back for the Seahawks. Absolutely amazing lad. Talented. Offense. Did so much for that offense. He's... He's a kind of runner... I don't know how to describe it, but... He gets stronger with every contact, right? And he just keeps powering through. Great. He's got a great future ahead of okay. him in the NFL. Uh, he's definitely my your choice. Offensive okay,
0: rookie. Okay, so, yeah. so yeah. that's our first disagree, true disagreement. Then, because I've gone with my, actually no, we didn't agree on Geno yeah. Smith either. But uh, yeah, okay, cool. I, I accept that. That's, that's a good, good
1: shout. Good shout. Who are you going to give a shout out to? No, I,
0: I'm saying it's Garrett. I've got no one to be else. To me, I think he was just so impressive uh, in terms of what goes on, in terms of the behind the scenes, in terms of the Jets. So I've got no shout outs in this instance. It was pure and simply Garrett Wilson here.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Defensive rookie of the year?
0: Well, it's strange thing to say. Because I'm going to stay on the same team, and uh, it's going to be sauce, man. Sauce. Garden. You know
1: what? I can't. I can't argue with that. You made <laughs> first team or pro, so there's, there's no argument.
0: There. People you know, is a rookie. Lockdown Island. It's lockdown island, and not only is he locked down, they they didn't start throwing that direction anymore.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. That is what you want. You know, you've made it as a you knew you made it as a cornerback when quarterbacks are avoiding... Absolutely. Just avoid your direction, he's, this side of the pitch. He's been, leave it alone.
0: He's been the best defensive player since Daryl Revis on, on, on the Jets. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. that's a high praise indeed. The, the, the kid's got... Mm. The kid has got a future. I mean, to be honest... The Jets have got a chance.
1: He's to, got the sauce. He's got the sauce. he's got the sauce. He's got the you sauce. You had it right there. You
0: had, had it right there. It. He's got the sauce, man. So, yeah, again, he, he, that's my choice. That's my choice, pure and simply. I don't see... you. How many players do you know have come in and made All-Pro in their rookie season? You know? I don't know many. Hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I don't know. So, for me, right... I, it, yeah. th- there is no other one. So unless you knowing you you've probably got a few choices because you're you're deeper than me in the NFL, but who have you got? It was your choice.
1: You- to be honest, no, that's my choice. But uh-huh. I just thought second second well I just thought there would be two other options in that. Like to round out give it a nice round three. Um I think second Tarek Woolen from the Seahawks right. led the league in or Joint lead in the league with six interceptions. He was he's got a weird physique, right? He's what, 6'3, 6'4, 220 pounds, something like that. And he ran a 4'28 40 at dash. Yeah, that is incredible. Man, that's a quarter. I tell you, that's that's Tyreek Hill times. And when you watch him play. I can't remember what game it was. I don't know if it was this last one they played against 49ers, or one before, or a few weeks back. But there was a play, receiver got the ball mm. wide open. Willen was about middle of pitch, or middle of field. Or rather, when the ball was thrown, Willen was middle of field. Yeah, yeah it was 49ers in wildcard round. Yeah, And by the time the ball hit the receiver on the sidelines Wolen had broken the pass up and I was like wow so yeah. he basically ran about 30 yards yeah. from the time he took the ball to leave the quarterback's hand and land next to the receiver on the sidelines about 2-3 seconds yep yeah. absolutely amazing speed great height one-on-one incredible obviously if he's got great speed great height he's got the catch radius you can't really beat that yeah I think the brilliant two, all around guy. He's
0: the two the two yeah. twenty is interesting because if you're two twenty pounds of that kind of size, normally you'd expect him to be like a rangy kind of free safety come, you know, hybrid middle hybrid linebacker type scenario. So yeah, but to play pure corner with that and that size is very very unusual. That's fair. That's a fair well,
1: comment. T- to give him that, he was he did start out as a wide receiver. Yeah. So, I think the natural conversion was to cornerback for yeah. him. And third guy on my list, day one, um, number two overall pick, Adrian Hutchinson, Detroit Lions. Okay. From day one, this dude came in as a leader on that team. Day one, he's been making – since then, he's been making consistent impact. Yeah. Whether it's sacks – Tackles, helping, the team putting pressures on quarterbacks. He's been absolutely amazing this year. Mm. I think he finished eight and a half, nine sacks on the air. Brilliant, brilliant guy. Mm. And you could tell even from when he was at Michigan, his leadership was so highly rated. Right, and he's coming, and you know what? To be, he's. To be a captain on an NFL team as a rookie, rookie. Yeah, takes true. some doing. Yeah, yeah. That takes a lot of doing. So yeah, commanding the locker room. Again, shout out Aidan Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, exactly. That's, that's shout that. out Aidan Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, done a great job there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be, I always think it's interesting when you sort of see these guys who come in in the first year and actually able to be, to be respected in the locker room. That, yeah. Because a lot of the kids come in, they you know they're young, they've they've been the superstars and you know and they think that they are it, and they hit and they hit the the pros and it's basically man, it's a different game, you know, so it really is. And for those guys who sort of understand the sensibility of that approach, it, it's pretty cool. So yeah, a, a shout out, big shout out there, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, um, I think the key is a lot of these guys forget that. Yeah. They go from being in college with their mates and they go into the pros where it's grown men with families and yeah. everything take absolutely. care of. Absolutely. no one's got time. No one's got time for your BS, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, final award. And I can see this one being the most contentious. Okay. Coach of the year.
0: Okay, now... As you probably can tell, I, I, I do have, a, I do have a, a New York bias in part of my conversations nice. here because I'm a Giants fan. Go. So, And, and, and I'm going to go with Brian Gable. And, th- and let me tell you why. Let me give you a good reason why. Mm-hmm. Okay, when Brian Gable was at Buffalo, right, Josh Allen was outstanding. You know, this, this first and second season, Josh Allen came into the league. He was very error-prone. You know, he. he, he but as soon as Brian Gable took over, as if uh, basically as a quarterback coach and was coaching him, he took Josh Allen to basically to the same level that a lot of people thought that he was even better than Patrick Mahomes, right? And now, as, yeah. soon, as, as soon as Brian Gable's left, what we've seen is there's been a regression in Josh Allen in terms of his play, right? So therefore, I think that by here, Brian Gable going to... And what Brian Gable's done with the Giants, they only won two games last year. I think two games last year. Okay, he's done a massive turnaround with that team. Massive turnaround. He's, he's brought professionalism. He's brought a hardness to what they're doing to the point whereby, you know, as, I, as I said to you, they were my favorites to beat Minnesota in Minnesota. And they came out and did it. You know, So a lot of that is a massive shout-out to... Brian Gable. So Brian Gable to me, again, it's not even close in terms of his impact. His impact's twofold. One in terms of what he's done at New York and set with the Giants. And secondly, what he's done to Buffalo by the, by leaving them. <laughs> so it's We're been addition it's been addition by subtraction and addition by addition. And it's that if it's a double whammy. Okay. So that that's why I've got Brian Gable
1: you know his impact that's, has been phenomenal that's an interesting it's an interesting way to look at it yeah i'll yeah. give you that yeah um i'm just going to list a few people who i think also deserve it i think brandy was going a great job no doubt but i think there's a few others who I, you can make the argument for um first off, nick Siriani, what he's done with the eagles taking them from last year to this year great job i think to put First, to get them to number one seed, but also, yep. probably most importantly, the development of Jalen Hurts. I think, so, if on. you recall, at the start of this off-season, there was a lot of talk about the Eagles having multiple first-round picks in this upcoming draft. Yep, And people were like, this is the season. Jalen Hurts either has proved himself this year or is there... the Eagles are probably going to find themselves a quarterback yep. in this draft. And what he's done to develop Hurts, how he's shaped his offense to suit, to bring out the best in Hurts, yeah. has been nothing short of phenomenal. He's been He's done a great job. Defense, of course, is still fantastic. They probably have the best O-line in the league. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's, he deserves to be in there, in the conversation. Another guy who have probably two more guys before I'm going to give you my coach of the year. Okay. Brian Dable with... Sorry, not Brian Dable. You've covered that. Yeah. Um, Sean McDermott with the Bills. We talk about Brian Dable leaving a, the offense looking worse off with him, without him. But we haven't talked about what Sean McDermott has done. First off, remember they had that massive snowstorm in the U.S., And the Bills had to play about two or three games at home Mm -hmm. in quotes, in inverted commas, or in quotes, in the home games were in Detroit. And they went there, they won the games. So to take your team all that way, to play the home games, away from the families, away from... I mean, Bills Mafia travels well, so I can't say away from fans. But to do that, to keep team focused... Good job. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing, I think, the Damar Hamlin situation.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: The human side of him Absolutely, that day came out really well. I think when NFL referees spoke to the head coaches, if they wanted to continue, yeah. Devo's response was, I can't coach right now. I've got to be in the hospital. Absolutely. Checking on my guy.
0: No, fair so point. So
1: there's that human element of coaching that Good point. I think he showed off this year. And in the next game I hate to say this, but against the Patriots where they came out and you could feel the atmosphere, the atmosphere. You yeah. could feel it in the players. They yeah. were up for it. So Absolutely. get your team up and ready for that game less than a week after that incident yeah. happened. Yeah. I think again he deserves a lot of credit for Absolutely.
0: it. Absolutely. No, fair point. No, I I, I can I, I'm up there with you on that one. Absolutely. No good point. Yeah. I think that um, that human element, in one sense, does, yeah, adds more to it. Yeah, I yeah, I take that point completely.
1: Actually, you know, I've got two more to go before I get to the main to my vote. Okay. Uh, Shanahan, we spoke about. Well, I don't know. We spoke at the start of season about the defense being spectacular, yeah. and if he can get better out of Trey Lance, they will be really good. Sherylance went down three games in running Jimmy G. Jimmy G was on a roll, went down injured. They've won four or five games since then with Mr. Irrelevant. Rob Perky, last player of the NFL draft. Absolutely. To do that and then to go into the playoffs and to put on the show he did, I think that speaks not only credit to him, but like credit to... Carl Shanahan and coaching staff. Absolutely, for the job they've done in preparing him to get to that stage. That's
0: fair comment. I looked at that game, and I, I he was. V- I mean, Brock pody was uh, was very composed, very controlled. You know, he clearly you know he, he made some screens when he when he hit the touchdowns, but he looked good. You know, the guy. Well, he, he's never lost an NFL game. <laughs> what more could you say?
1: What
0: more
1: could you say? Perfect record. Perfect record. Yeah. Absolutely. So, penultimate. Sorry. I know this is a long one for me. Penultimate, Dan Campbell. I said it at Star of Seasons. Watch the Lions. Dan Campbell is a hell of a coach. (laughs) And he's shown himself today, this year, what he did with Jared Goff, Yeah. what he did with the rest of that team, in fact, that offense that you spoke about last week and snuck Green Bay out of playoff contention as well. This team, he put this, he put a fighting spirit in this team. I remember his first interview with them. Mm. He came out and he said, we're going to bite the kneecaps off players. And everyone was like, what's this guy? Yeah. Well, they sure as hell have been biting a lot of kneecaps. Right. I can tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers is walking pretty weak right now. Okay. <laughs> They've done a serious... He's done a seriously
0: good job. And I I think I said to you before, yeah, I agree. I mean, Detroit next year, I I mean, they were so unlucky not to do the playoffs. So unlucky not to do the playoffs. Uh, But I mean, I think next year, if if they make the progression that they've made, yeah, he's done a very good job. But tell me, who's your choice? Who's your choice?
1: Yeah. My choice. Well... If you think about this, last year, first first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence came in one of probably the highest touted quarterback in about two decades or something Mm. in draft. Urban Meyer came in. Ah. You had all the issues in Jacksonville. Toxic atmosphere, work culture, terrible team. They ended up with first overall pick again as the worst team in the NFL. Everyone was questioning if Trevor Lawrence was really that good. Horr- horrific team performances through the year. Fired him, got him out. Doug-, Doug Peterson walks into the building. Everyone's like, well, can coach Trevor Lawrence up, can help? This is this guy to develop Trevor Lawrence. What happens? Nine and eight? Ten and seven? Nine and eight. Beat the Titans' last game of season to win the division. Yep. And make it into the playoffs home game. What happens first half against Chargers? Trevor Lawrence throws four interceptions. Absolutely, what happened? So, the 27 so they go into the half 27 7 down. What happens next second half?
0: He turned it around.
1: Doug Peterson does such a great coaching job. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence throws four touchdown passes. They win that game 34 31. Yep. That right there, Doug Peterson has to be coach of the year. Not just for we spoke about, all the other teams and all the other candidates for how they've got results out of that team and everything. But to take his team, not just in terms of results, but from the atmosphere and the culture that was, the the culture that reeks, that ooze out of that club last year, to take it from there to where they are now, where people, like, the Chiefs are probably going to beat them, but you can, you can see it being a competitive game. So to go from that to what they have been this season, to how good they have been, I think Doug Peterson deserves the award over anyone else, because he's done a brilliant job getting that score to where it is today, making those players believe in themselves, make, getting Trevor Lawrence, turning him into the Quarterback a lot of people thought he would be. Doug Peterson has to win it, surely. No. Right? nah. Sure, nah, this nah, is where nah. you take away your, your New York bias and just give it to Doug Peterson. Listen, let's get real, right?
0: Last oh, year... I, wait, sorry. Just I, I, one
1: question. I, I, Are you doing this because he's a former Eagles head coach?
0: This I, For me, it's like... it's No, I've got to say, right... I, for me, yeah. Brian Dable is the coach of the year, right? It's, it's all yeah. about part of the coach of the year is taking a team from what it did last year to what it's done this year, right?
1: Yeah. And he
0: took a team that only won four games last year to winning seven mm-hmm. games this year, I mean, to nine games this year. Mm-hmm. That is a phenomenal change to the team. And, and I said, I've also qualified it by saying it demonstrates his impact because what he's done at the other end, but what he's done, the impact of what he's done to Buffalo, in terms of turning, he basically he's turned by him not being there. He has turned Buffalo from being the, the top, the, the top rank with the top ranked quarterback into basically a guy you don't even know if he's gonna is, is he gonna win you or lose you a game. So because of his absence, it's pure and simple, right? I've heard what you said about all the other guys, and I've been prepared to accept Gino over my boy Shaquan, right? But I accepted. Mm-hmm. In, I could have gone with the Buffalo. I, sorry, I could have gone, yeah, yeah I, could go, I could go with certain things. But no, nah, not based on what you said. I could The, the heart element with, it, with the Hamlin thing, I could have gone with that coach. But no, nah, I'm not mm. going with any. But Jacksonville, no, nah, I ain't buying that. No, nah,
1: no. Nah, okay. nah. You said the Giants were a four-win team last year. The Jaguars were a one-win team last year. A I, team. Yeah, they, were look, the, they literally maybe, were the worst team in football.
0: Yeah, but to me, right, they still aren't that great a team. I, think, I, I'm not, I, I know they've got through, and I know what you heard what you say, but you've got to remember, the guy threw four interceptions in the first half. Let's not turn this around like he did some fantastic thing, okay? What we're talking about is a dominant display on the road of a team, which is what you've got with my guys. Right. Okay. We're probably saying the wrong thing because we're now talking about when the playoffs. We are yes, talk about the regular but season. But you
1: said, you said, you said it yourself. And I quote: "The Vikings have been fixed all season. That's valid. They were going to get beat. That's they valid. They were. They were. That's they had the twenty-sixth-ranked defense. You so, got me. Of course, your Giants were going to beat them. But You've got me. nah, no. This was predicted to be a tough game. We spoke about charges yeah. and all that additions in the well, season absolutely. being one of the teams to watch.
0: That's fair." And you've also got Herbert as well as the quarterback
1: on the other side. No, okay, yeah, I, exactly.
0: Yeah, okay, I can see what you're saying, uh, but yeah, okay, you're, you're winning me around. Okay, you're winning me around.
1: Good.
0: Okay, so good. I, I'm prepared to maybe, maybe grudgingly accept the fact that maybe Jacksonville's coach could could be coach of the year. But I, yeah, I'll
1: take
0: it. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, this this is your podcast. So I I'm, don't need.
1: I don't need pure acceptance. I just need begrudgingly <laughs> yeah. give you that. I give that you. A big I don't grudging. need pure acceptance.
0: Okay, you got begrudging. Br-
1: grudging is fine. Okay. It's fine enough. It's good enough.
0: It's it's good enough description. <laughs> okay, that's what you've got then from my side. But uh, yeah, yeah. But we've agreed on quite a few though. Sadly, I mean, yeah, we've only disagreed on who we who we disagreed on. So we disagreed on coach of the year. I think we disagreed on comeback player of the year.
1: Comeback player. Yeah, I think we disagreed.
0: Defensive player of the year as well. The defensive rookie. No, of the year. No, we both said Nick Bosa. Yeah, said. defensive rookie of the year. No, it oh, no was offensive
1: great. rookie. Because we went rookie. source Gardner.
0: Yeah, yeah. Offensive
1: rookie. Yeah, you find out that I'm right on that one, though.
0: Well, let's have a look. Let's see what other people say. But uh, you know, mm. I, I'm, you know, I think there's. I'm, I'm interest, I'm intrigued by what to see what happens next season with with what the Jets do, because to me, they've got the makings. If they can find a decent, solid quarterback, like Geno Smith, (laughs) they could be a phenomenal team, you know, as much as I hate to say it, being a Giants fan, but they... problem
1: problem with that, sorry, just the problem with that, though, is they're in a division with the Patriots, Dolphins, and the Bills.
0: Don't care. Don't care. I think they've got they've got a team that could do something. They really have. Patriot. I think Patriots are going nowhere. I think well, we're, actually, we're doing we're doing next season already. So I think Tua might not play again. Okay. So therefore, what's what going to happen there? So I think and the Bills. I've already explained. I think Bills could be exposed. I really do. I think if the game this weekend is going to be an interesting one, they could be exposed. I really do think so. Mm. Um, I, I'm curious because we don't even talk about digs anymore. I mean, you know, the, the whole focus now has become, this is back in one sense, the conversation we had at the beginning of the season with regard to with Tyreek Hill leaving. And we were saying that, okay, you, you quite rightly saying, listen, they're going to miss Tyreek Hill because this guy is, is, is one of the best wide receivers in the league. He stretches the team. And my argument was, but I think this could be a chance for, the, for for Patrick to demonstrate. Actually, I've got more. I've got more tools in my kit, rather than just overusing one or two. I can actually diversify. <laughs> to me, I think what we're gonna. I'm interested to see what goes on with the bills, because it's always been. It's been a lot of stuff about Josh Allen and his legs, and try and find Stefan Diggs, and we've not heard him talk about. Okay, let's try. Let me try and. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes and what, basically what quarterback coach, offensive line coach and how that's going to go with him for next season because I think this year he's been found wanting. And and I actually think yeah, Brian Gable helped him out so much that people don't even realize it. I think the Buffalo could be going backwards next year. Okay, that's my early season prediction. But we'll do that next We'll have that. Much earlier, I've come out with that much too early, but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. curious to see where they go. Okay, that's my okay. opinion. So yeah, I better button up. So I'm, I'm, so I'm still coming out with the Jets could suppress if and only if they get a decent quarterback. And if they get that, to me is the issue for them. Okay, uh, they could do something because I, I, there's a couple of players who I really like. They got a tackle. Who was out injured this year?
1: Um, Mekai
0: Beckton. Mekai Beckton.
1: Oh. oh, the man is a ph- beast. He's a
0: beast. The boy is beast. a beast. i trouble is he gets injured too much, but when he's on, man, the guy is the guy is just phenomenal. You know, it remind, you know, ah, oh, the boy is a beast. But uh, yeah.
1: six, seven, three, sixty pounds,
0: and he moves. Cool. And you see, there's agility at that size. My goodness. The guy's phenomenal. But, hey, okay, that's... But he's always injured, so I can't say too much there. But if he's not injured and they get a decent quarterback, they could do something. Because he's good against... The thing with Becton, he's good against the run, and he's a good good passer. So he doesn't let people come at the quarterback on the left-hand side... You know, he protects him and he can just drive holes through for his, for his running back. So, phenomenal mm. player. So, yeah. Anyway, your show. it's quite interesting. I, you can tell me. I, I just like, I love that player. But yeah, I'm with you. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. As usual, good conversation.
1: Great arguments.
0: Good arguments. Some disagreements. Some agreements. More agreements and disagreements, which is probably good. But uh, and I've definitely shown my New York bias, haven't I?
1: <laughs> yeah, very much so. No doubt about that one.
0: But yeah, okay, cool. But I still think Kansas City are going to win it all. I hope. But uh, yeah, but if no, I mean we we just we haven't got a decent quarterback. Daniel Jones is okay, but you know again, he, he plays to a script and. Gable's just given a good script and knows how to make it to make it work. So but I don't think we're going very far. But hey, I'd be love to be proved wrong, that's for sure.
1: Okay. Okay. All right then. Okay. We'll see. All right. Speak to you later.
0: Take care. Speak soon. All right. Bye.
1: Bye.